This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're wrapping up the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, KFOR in Lincoln. That's DB, I'm Ravi Lula. We're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. And if you're ready for a game-changing experience, you need to head over to the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill, Omaha's premier sports bar, because they're now hiring at both the La Vista and Gretna locations. If you haven't heard, it's more than just a sports bar, from elevated pub fare, handcrafted pizzas, to a diverse range of craft, spirits, and classic cocktails, live events and shows, there's something for everyone at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. Currently, they're hiring for all positions at both locations, so join the team today and be a part of the excitement. You can visit in person between uh, any time this week between the hours of 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. at the Gretna location for on-the-spot interviews and hiring or visit hurtatsports.com slash careers to apply. Make every game day unforgettable at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill where sports, food, fun, and live entertainment come together. All right, so we were having a little conversation about Caleb Williams before we hit the break there. And my concern with him is that the off-scripted dominates so much of what he does. Off the script, right? You mentioned, hey, isn't that kind of what the NFL is now? Fair point. But I think you have to be able to do the on-script stuff first before the off-script stuff works. Is that a reasonable... I mean, maybe. Because I think we look at Mahomes and say, hey, you know, he won the Super Bowl and off-script stuff. Yes, but... We also mentioned the same sentence. How did he get there? Yeah, but I think they had to go to some of that quick passing game with some of those West Coast components. Because of the like receivers. RPOs. Yeah, because Absolutely. of the R. But also because of the receivers, you mentioned how good the receivers were at SC. You can't do a lot of that off stuff. I mean, they stuff made some good ca- – it did seem like they were running wide open sometimes too. I need to go back and like – and I will zero in. Mm-hmm. But my thing with Caleb Williams isn't the – talent i want to be in the those are hard there those interviews are weird yeah no super weird i'm not i don't question the talent either my question is can he stay on script enough to make the off and script is he, effective as a quarterback and i get the slotted money mm-hmm. but like the perks and the deals and stuff like that and obviously he's gonna have a lot uh, of opportunities uh, uh you know an agent mm-hmm. 
And, 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 and I get it. Like on a much, 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 much smaller scale. I remember I used to always ask Kugler about getting an agent. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. Some people like, you know, the agent is good. It can get your business out there, this, that, and the other. Some people are like, no tape. Some people are saying, oh, no, you know, you know, 3% or 4% or 5%, keep it. Would you do it over? Anyway, I say all that to say, like, if I have a hard con, like, if I have a contract or something I need to look at, like, I, I have a guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, Adam, he's, he's going to look at it and he's going to say, yay, nay, good, do this, tweak this, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't have an agent but if it's in the minutia or i have like tricky stuff mm-hmm. like i i can obviously consult so if i'm a quarterback and i'm not going to hire an agent and contracts are the way that they are mm-hmm. somebody has to be looking at that sure but did lamar jackson all of a sudden set the trend because he got his money without hiring an agent i don't you know what i mean yeah like does that make him more or less desirable to work with as the top pick in the draft, I would say less. I, I don't. You, you know what I mean? Like, I would guess you better have all that, and they typically do before mm-hmm. the draft even happens, and you get it inked relatively soon. But you better know that. My guess would be less desirable to work with because GMs and front office personnel and whoever are used to dealing in a certain way. Yeah, and whether it's for the positive or negative, differentiating from that is uncomfortable for them, right? So it doesn't matter if Caleb Williams is easy to work with or not. It matters that it's not the way they typically do business. That's what matters in this situation. Now, mm. it should matter less, like you mentioned, in the top of the draft because slotted money, it's e- it's an e- it should be an easier negotiation than it is with a Lamar Jackson, for instance, right? I think Lamar Jackson, despite the fact that he got his money, that made his situation more difficult. I think. I mean, it took a long time. It took a lot longer than it probably should have, considering what he's been as a player when healthy. Yeah. Right? And so you look at that, but he goes, hey, he ended up getting his money. He didn't have to give up a percentage. The place where it makes sense to me to give up the agent is if you're a max player in, in the NBA. Why are you giving away money if you're a max player in the NBA? Like, that's you get what you get. Like, it's pretty predetermined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're LeBron James, why do you have an agent? Maybe now it makes a little more sense because you're dealing with shorter deals and stuff like that. Well, I think Rich Paul's his boy. That's an interesting example. Well, maybe At LeBron's clutch, a bad right? example because he's, it's his boy and he's trying to get his, help his business get off his ground and whatever. But if you're, like if you're Steph Curry, right, he's not really tied in with an agency the way that LeBron is, right? Although he's definitely not part of the, you know, whatever. They try and differentiate LeBron from the agency as much as possible, but nobody believes it. Steph Curry doesn't really have a tie-in with an agency. I mean, he's got an agent, right? But for his basketball deals, why is he given a cut of that? Is I, it so he gets him the other deals? I don't know, but sometimes there's times where I wish I had one. To, like, advocate for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. So, and maybe that, it, I guess it would have to fit the athlete it, or the work or whatever it is that they do, their personality. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, because there's probably a fine line where you have to be so good where you don't need to self you don't need to self promote but let's say you're not comfortable in terms of getting in the weeds or selling mm-hmm. where it's like yeah you handle that let me know I'll take a look at it yeah sometimes it's a time commitment I, I I don't know Daniel says maybe it's worth the money just not to have to deal with it you still need the lawyers for the yeah, contract the, the, and everything yeah the piece the piece of yeah, mind yeah just the convenience of just ah that's not my, I don't have to worry about it 
Well, but I then mean, you still have to find somebody that you trust. That's the other problem. Yeah. Because for me, if somebody's getting a piece of my money, right? I mean, if if like so, if it's the amazing, if it's Daniel, and it's like okay, Justin Fields going to Pittsburgh potentially, mm-hmm. those numbers kind of are what they are. Yeah. Who has the contract? Who talks about whether they lock him up long term after what's left on the rookie deal? Because I would think. Mm-hmm. That has to factor in the field's decision-making. Will he re-sign? Or do you think he's so raw, he's going to have to bet on himself? I was like, do you think he knows if he wants to re-sign somewhere yet? I don't know. Like, sometimes, usually it's with one year left on the deal. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, is he going to re-sign? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you see it in the NBA more, yeah. where a guy will roll the dice and they'll sign him for hire, knowing he still has, he's a not going to sign a long-term yeah. deal. But, but I don't know. I, I think with like where it would behoove people is like with this running back spot, right? Mm-hmm. My guy's out there that I think is one of the better underrated running backs in the league, Josh Jacobs, who I constantly talk about. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley's out there. Uh, There's a Ek- lot. Eckler. Eckler's going to be out Pollard, there. Pollard, guys um, like that. Yeah, it's a huge market. I don't, you know. So Jacobs is still in the discussion even after the year that he had? He should, he should have been locked up. I but you know how I feel. I've been saying this about Jacobs for two years. Oh, I know, I know. I think Henry's uh, UFA. Yeah, and he and you know what, he basically did his swan song thing to the Titans um, fan base the last game last season. I don't know remember. how much you like DeAndre Swift. I love Swift, um, but but if I so J.K. Dobbins is out there. If I'm Swift, I find a, I think Philly finds a way to bring him back. But Philadelphia has a lot of other problems yeah they've got some other issues that swift doesn't fix which i can't believe how quickly they disintegrated internally but it just furthers my point that i always talk about never undersell chemistry well and even more so as a and i and people say this about the pro oh it's pros you get paid be a professional Mm. mindsets are different in 2024 than let's say they were in 2009 like people are just inherently more selfish well, and, okay, so if you're the, – here's the other problem with a professional locker room, right? Yeah, everybody's getting paid. Not everybody's getting paid the same. I mean, that's the first place you – Yeah, but that's understood. It is understood, but that doesn't factor into how some guys act sometimes. I, I You know, I think Philadelphia had so much success early and the guys were young. Mm-hmm. I don't think the culture was set yet. Mm. Okay. Like, I don't think there was really an ego way yet. So, as opposed to Detroit, where where they kind of had to build to it. The, yep, they're all kind of together. They had to work towards it. Yep. And Campbell's a culture guy. Yep, it's different. Whereas Sirianni's a offensive guru guy. Yeah. Like, okay. I, okay. Do, you, do you know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. So I just had to give the other example to kind of wrap my mind around what you meant. So I think like the Chiefs, no, for and Andy Reid may be too far the other way as an. Ex- oh, let me use Mike Tomlin. Okay. Okay. Doesn't have the championship cachet that, let's say Andy Reid has, but sure. tenure right, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I think they know if somebody's going to fit in that culture. Sure. Yeah. I I don't think Philadelphia knows that. Mm. And maybe they let some guys go that did fit in the culture. Well, I mean, could Jalen Hurts really control A.J. Brown the same way 
like let's say Patrick Mahomes could could offset Kelsey. Well, no. Brady and Gronk are a really good example of this, right? Gronk came into the league as this total wild card. Nobody wanted to touch him. They thought he was this total loose cannon, whatever, At injury a, risk, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Total, like, injury risk. Nobody really knew what to do with him. Bra- between Brady and Belichick, Gronk never had a single issue in New England. Shane, do you want, did you want Jacobs to be a Raider? I like Jacobs. Man, he's sweet. He's pretty good. I don't know what the hell they were doing with him last year, but whatever, I guess. I mean, if you, if you just sign the guy, get it going. I mean, what were they doing in general last year? That's and a real question. What's the Giants offense going to look like potentially without Saquon Barkley? It's the Daniel Jones show, baby. <laughs> Danny Dimes. That's the show for today. We'll be back tomorrow. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. This is Heard at Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.